Hi, and welcome to this audio edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. On this program, we discuss polygamy and Mormon fundamentalism from a biblical Christian perspective. We talk about the history of polygamy, its modern-day fruit, share stories from people who have escaped polygamy, and talk about current events relating to polygamy. You can learn more about the video edition of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. And now, here's Doris. Welcome to our show. This is Polygamy, What Love Is This? And I'm your host, Doris Hansen, and we are grateful that you've decided to join us for our show today. This, of course, is our weekly program to bring viewers information about Joseph Smith, his polygamy, and how his doctrine of polygamy for salvation has been lived out and continues to be lived out in contemporary polygamy groups. You know, when a man claims to be a prophet of God, and when he says, the Lord says, he has set himself up for inquiry into his character, his integrity, and his honesty. Joseph Smith said that God said to live polygamy. Those who are coerced into a life of polygamy need to test the man who is dictating how you should live your life. Frankly, only Jesus Christ has the authority to tell you how to live your life, and Jesus taught monogamy, not polygamy. This week's show, we're going to take a look at Joseph Smith's claims that he was able and did actually translate from other languages into English. This is important for those who allow Joseph Smith's teachings to be their guide to eternal life. 185 years ago, Joseph Smith, the prophet of both the LDS Church and all the Mormon polygamy groups, made the claim that he was visited by an angel called Moroni who told him about some gold plates. Of course, Mormons believe that God helped Joseph Smith uh, translate the text from these gold plates, which became known as the Book of Mormon, and which they claim contained the fullness of the everlasting gospel. Two stones were supposedly included with those gold plates, which Joseph Smith called the Urim and Thummim. This information can be found in various written works of LDS history and, of course, specifically the history of Joseph Smith, Chapter 1. However, just recently, the LDS Church released a picture of a rock, and they call this Joseph Smith's seer stone. They are admitting that Smith did not translate from the gold plates, but put this rock in his hat and dictated the Book of Mormon from the rock. The information we will discuss on today's show is not new. It has always been available, but has been suppressed and denied by LDS authorities until just recently. So we ask the question, why was the truth of the seer stone suppressed in the first place? And since we know that the truth was suppressed by the LDS Church and that they also suppressed the truth about Joseph Smith's many wives until just recently, we must wonder what else are they hiding? What other truths are still being denied and suppressed by these men? Our guest for this discussion is a returning guest. We love having him on the show. He's been on several times in the past, and we look forward to our discussion with him again tonight. So I would like to introduce and welcome True Ott. Well, thank you, Doris. It's a real pleasure to be here with you again. It's, it's, a, it's an exciting topic, as we discussed so many times. It's, it's, so core, it's such a key thing. The Book of Mormon, as you know, whether it's, whether it's the fundamentalist groups or, or mainstream Mormon, Mormonism, it's referred to as the keystone, the foundational right. stone of the entire religion. So, and, and, and many, many LDS modernate leaders as well as FLDS say, 
our whole basis of our faith will either rise or fall on, on the Book, Book of, of Mormon. Mormon. So right. it's, it, that's, a, that's fair game is, here. It is, absolutely fair game. Um, now, before we get into it, do you have a radio show and a website? Would you like to tell sure, our viewers yes. about? Yes, um, I, I, do, I do a radio show. I've been doing radio for golly, about 20 years. I'm not as good uh -huh. as you are. Oh, <laughs> not on. as polished as no, you are. But, <laughs> but good golly, yeah, it's, uh, radio is a different medium. But I do a radio show. It's when I'm, I'm now on Revolution Radio. It's an internet show. Mm -hmm. It's Friday nights uh, from eight until ten p.m. every uh, every night, every mm -hmm. Friday night. It's on Friday night. Uh, it's again just Mountain Standard Time. Mm -hmm. MSD. Okay. okay. And we have the, the uh, website on the screen for your blog, and you update your blog on whatever kind of events yeah, are going on. In fact, on. I just in preparation for the show to, tonight, I, I went back through my, my missionary journals and ah. my, my, my uh, information that, that led me out of Mormonism. Again, coming from a, from a fifth generation family, both maternal and paternal, uh -huh. you see. I, uh -huh. it's, it's not an easy thing yeah. to follow the truth. It really is. It was very difficult. I would love to have this stuff be true. I'd mm -hmm. love to have it. I've said that many times make my life a lot easier well. if it was. But it, but <laughs> and I, I hear a lot of ex-Mormons say that, but I can't say that coming from a polygamy group. I'm glad it's not, not true. true. <laughs> okay, so let's begin with the unveiling, as it okay. were, of uh, the seer stone, uh, of the actual uh, existence of the seer stone just recently by the LDS authorities. And, and that he, Joseph Smith, used that instead of, the transla instead of translating from gold place. Um, they were actually dictated from a rock. So he didn't translate the Book of Mormon at all then, according well, to Well, from this. my standpoint, again, I've been out of Mormonism and, and attending a Bible-based Christian church for, for, with my wife and family now for quite a few years, and it's been just incredibly spiritually uplifting to do that. Mm -hmm. Let me just make that statement, too. There's life after Mormonism. Right, you know, So many right. Mormons seem to think... Oh, there's if Mormonism isn't true, nothing is, and that's such a a, a fallacy. And there's good spiritual life, oh, good oh, spiritual fulfillment. After and Mormonism. families are just as important outside of Mormonism, maybe mm -hmm. maybe more so. It's, it's it means a lot more. Mm -hmm. But from my standpoint, when this when this came out, when I read it in the paper and heard about it, and went on Fox News and saw it, my jaw was off the floor because yeah. of of a personal reason. Okay. Let me tr go back in my missionary experience. I, I served my mission in Rochester, New York, upstate New York, where the Hill Camorra, oh, yes. the, the Sacred Grove, and all that is. Mm -hmm. and, and in 1979, it was a transitional state of, of time. The, the mission used to produce the whole pageant. The, the elders would be there, and they'd have other sisters come in from uh, Utah, basically, and do the cast. Cast and crew was all based on that. The... Mission pulled that in 1979, made it a stake. Um, the uh, Palmyre or Rochester stake was doing it. So we were transitioned. My companion and I were, were basically doing the job of a, of a cast of about 20 to, to, to do the transition. My job on that was, was uh, uh, to basically work with the, the state troopers and provide security for the, for the Hill Commission. Because there's all these crazy evangelists, these, the, the, you know, you know, mm -hmm. Christians would come and, and proselyte. Yeah. And so we had to kind of make sure that it didn't get too out of hand, you know, to, to, keep, to keep the peace type mm -hmm. of thing. One 
particular brochure, there, there was a, a track that was that was made locally, and so and, and they were trying to give it to everybody that came in to the to see the pageant, which is called America's Witness for Christ, the story of the Book of Mormon, right? Mm -hmm. It's a well done little tract, and they had a picture of a stone in it, you know, a seer, a peepstone, seer mm -hmm. stone, mm -hmm. and the basic tract said, "Listen, attendees, this this is really the true story." of where you're going to see. The scenes you're going to see today didn't come from a translation, it came from a channeling through a peepstone, through a wizard. And the people that were passing that out, I, I you know, there were, there were members of the church that were attending that, and then investigators as well, right, were mm -hmm. bringing it to, to me and others saying, what, how do you count, you know, is this yeah, true? Yeah. And I would say, that's ridiculous, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. He, he, he had, you know, uh, in my mind, it was like you see in the Enzyme magazine. Yeah. He had the plates right there. Mm -hmm. He was translating them, and he had a special gift to do so. I never heard a but not thing the rock. about not, a rock, not right? Not the rock in the hat. And I was, uh, my companion and I were, were to, uh, one of our assignments was to go pick up the visiting general authorities at the airport. Every, uh, there was a presiding general authority from Salt Lake that would always be there. And on this occasion, we just had this influx of this, this, question on the seer stone. Why, uh, I remember, and this is in my journal, I reviewed it again, read it up on it, and it brought back some, some real painful memories, frankly. Uh, Elder L. Tom Perry was to be picked up. We went and picked him up. We had copies of this to get his take as to how we could, should best handle this yeah. uh, among the proselyte. I'll never forget him, what he said. He says, Elders, Satan will lie and say all manner of evil against our prophet, okay? Okay. And here's how you handle it. You just look people in the eye and says, I swear, I, I testify to you, this is false, this is satanic lies. Joseph Smith was and is an eternal prophet of God. You bear your witness, the spirit will testify and leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Leave it at that. And he said to us as he was driving, as we were driving, he says, I bear you my solemn witness, this is a lie. Mm -hmm. This is false. Okay, so we, we have, and we've had that through the years, where people, uh, Christians especially, have, have brought out the truth of how he actually, we actually got the Book of Mormon, and they've called it a lie, and they've called us anti-Mormons, and yeah. wicked people, and all that, and now they're admitting that they were the ones who were lying my question, all this time. When I, when I saw that, I says, how much did L. Tom Perry know He's passed on now, and how much did he know, and, and when did he know it? Yeah, was this a, was exactly. this kept from him too? It's possible. I don't know. Well, they've had this seer stone in the vault all along, so, how, so whoever yeah. has access to the vault. And like you said in the first uh, uh, introduction, Doris, why are they admitting this now? Well, it, I'm wondering if it's because there's so much information on the internet that they kind of have to come out and admit that what the these people are finding when they Google the seer stone that they're finding that. It actually is the truth. In the spirit of, of, of being uh, transparent, I can see them yeah. wanting to do that, to deflect, and, and then at but the same time... But they're still not being yeah. completely transparent with Well, it. yes, and then we see, we see uh, recirculating conference talks like Elder Holland's talk about testifying of the Book of Mormon's uh, sacredness and how he... And it was, it's a powerfully well-given talk, and, and the Mormon faithful just love that thing. Mm -hmm. Isn't it just coincidence that circulates yeah. at the same time this comes yeah. out? So, 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 what's your logical conclusion regarding the 180 degree turn that they've done? What, what do you think has caused them to do this? I, 
I can't imagine. Do you think what, it's the could, internet information or well, something Well, it could else? be, but when, when you come out and explain this, I mean. Do you think they're suddenly getting a conscience? Well, where this they is feel the core truth that's going to, I mean, it's a watershed moment for, for at least, it should be, uh, for people to rationally think. And this is what I, you know, I, I, I asked you about, about this topic. What really went on there? You know, mm-hmm. we now we now look at David Whitmer, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. His testimony yeah. of, of how exactly how it happened. We need to show the listeners or the viewers. Mm-hmm. I keep saying listeners. Okay. I'm on radio. Yeah, yeah, we're at viewers. <laughs> but let me let me. Uh, I want to quote three yes. statements, um, and then we're going to get into the the seer stone itself. The Book of Commandments. Chapter 1, verse 5 says, and I quote, Even my servant Joseph might have power to translate mm. through, the, through the mercy of God by the power of God, the Book of Mormon. The Introduction to Doctrine and Covenants, section 3 says, quote, Martin Harris, who had served for a brief period of, as scribe in the translation of the Book of Mormon. And then the discourse by Wilfred Woodruff, at a state conference where he said, and I quote, he, uh, Joseph Smith, lived to translate the work into the English language. And of course, there's dozens of, of statements like this made through LDS history where Joseph Smith translated, 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 and now we find that this information retrieval system actually came from a rock. Well, and, and, and this is the key thing. People, people can, can rationalize that statement away. Well, you can use the seer stone to translate, perhaps, but if if, if what they're saying is true now, it can't possibly be translation because, according to David Whitmer, which validates what they're saying, mm-hmm. David Whitmer, one of the original witnesses, right? He he testified that this the plates were buried in the in the right. wood still. Mm-hmm. Right, they right. weren't even on the table. It was. Completely. Okay, let's yeah. go to David Whitmer, and right. then you have a demonstration that you'd like to do. And this is what David Whitmer said. This is his testimony to a pamphlet called to uh, an address to all believers in Christ. And I quote, I will now give you a description of the manner in which the Book of Mormon was translated. Okay, Joseph Smith would put the seer stone in a hat and put his hat, his face in the hat, drawing it closely around his face to exclude the light, and in the darkness the spiritual light would shine. A piece of something resembling parchment would appear, and on that appeared the writing. One character at a time would would appear, and under it was the interpretation in English. Thus, the Book of Mormon was translated. So show us how this works according to David Whitmer's testimony. Well, let, let, I don't have the original Searstone, of course, but we can, we can kind of have... Improvise. Improvise. <laughs> we have pictures that were was posted, of course, and, uh-huh. and it came in, there was a, a little bag that it, that it had, and, and it was an oval egg-shaped described stone, about maybe a little bit bigger than this, wider, but it's egg-shaped and smooth is the, is the key thing. So this uh-huh. is basically what the Searstone was. Oh, yeah. And okay. So, if you now again, I, I credit um, uh, Michael Quinn's book, uh, Early Mormonism and the Magic Worldview. He delves into this quite a bit, too. Okay, but mm-hmm. if you go even past the Magic Worldview of, of Michael Quinn, you you learn uh, there's there's grimoires, magic books about how to to scry. It's called scrying or mm-hmm. necromancy through st- stones of different shapes and sizes. So, the the credentials of being a wizard. Specifically, in the in the Bible, talks about wizards that what? Wizards that peep. 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 It's called a peep stone. Peep stone. Yeah. 
Okay, they'll peep through it, they'll see it, and then they'll they'll mutter what it's what it's saying to them. Mm -hmm. This is this has been going on in this fallen world since biblical times of the Old Testament. But it's forbidden in the it's Bible. It's forbidden, strictly forbidden. Why? Because that's not how God teaches. Mm -hmm. And it's we, not how we how have it works. a couple of verses to talk about that a little bit later exactly. too, that will show us exactly what God thinks of it. But the dramatization of actually what Joseph Smith did, you're willing to, I to, to do it. this. According to David Widmer and Michael Quinn's you know, uh -huh. research, the, the stone was placed into a dark hat mm -hmm. about this manner and and I'm gonna have to take my glasses off because the, the light's gonna blind me. Oh yeah, you've got to make sure it's dark yeah, in there so you can see the stone so light you, up. You, Okay, it's dark in here. Can, oh, oh. Dor Doris. Oh, yes. I yes. can see it. Okay, what does it say? It says, oh, wait, that's a strange. This Reformed Egyptian is really squiggly. You mean the Reformed Egyptian was on the stone too? I thought well, it was yeah, just on see, the Well, yeah, see, the Reformed Egyptian shows up first and then the English comes after. Oh, so. okay. Quit, quit interrupting me. I'm trying uh, to oh, concentrate. Excuse me. Are you, gonna, are you going to... Uh, you be my scribe and translate this, would you? <laughs> you translate it. I'll write it down. Okay. Well, you write it down. Okay. Here, <laughs> uh, here it is. Here's the... Here, oh, this is so profound. Behold. Behold. Gotcha. Behold. And... Gotcha. It came to pass... Wow. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. Uh, this oh is, my this goodness. is stuck. This, it is stuck. Oh, I should. <laughs> Let's see I, if we I can. I got to concentrate more. It's too yeah. much light in here. It's not. It's, okay. It's well, too, too, well I think enough. I think we get the idea of what actually happened rather than the picture of Joseph Smith sitting on the table translating from a stack of gold plates with the scribe with with the a veil in between you know so you couldn't see the plates and and so he could the the scribe couldn't see him writing from the plates that's it and so so yes yeah, so why why is this significant and, you know so why did he need the gold plates exactly what what's why are they part of the story well, they weren't even used they were needed or used. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's the big issue now. When you, the, to me, the 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 gravity of this, the seriousness of this is, again, how do we really know? Like you said, that they, you know, what else has been hidden? What else is yeah. is, is false about about the whole story? Millions of people are placing their eternal salvation on a, Joseph Smith, a book that we now know came out of a hat that was dark and was dark mm -hmm. and a stone that translated it. That is the public admission of the LDS church headquarters. And that to, to me is, is after huge. years of denial. Years of, and saying and, and like denial. Elton Perry told me personally, this is absolutely a lie of Satan. Well <laughs> I had to look back and I know Elder Perry's not with us anymore, but if I can have an audience with him Maybe I'll channel him in my seerstone or something. But why would you say such a thing? It's now you that have been lying about this. Mm -hmm. Did you know? Was it was it was it mm -hmm. ignorance on your part? It doesn't really matter, does it? The the bottom line is it's the, false. The people at the top knew. Somebody knew nope, the truth. They know. knew it because that seer stone's been in the vault all these years. It is the actual seer stone that Joseph Smith used, the one yes. that they have. So somebody knew it. 
and they knew when they brought it here. So let's talk about this necromancy again, uh, which means seeking after the dead, and it's prohibited and it's condemned by God in, in several places in the Bible. Let's read Isaiah. Probably yes. It's the one that you wanted to use. So we're going to read Isaiah chapter 8, verses 19 uh, through 20 and then 22. And when they say, shall say unto you, seek unto them that have familiar spirits, and unto wizards that peep, and that's the word you used, and that mutter, shall not a people seek unto their God for the living to the dead, to the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, and that means the coming and promises of Emmanuel and Jesus and him and all of this in, included in that, it is because there is no light in them, and they shall look into the earth, that's the false gods or Baal or Satan and the seer stone that you're talking about, and behold, trouble and darkness, dimness of anguish, and they shall be driven to darkness. So, wizards, peepstones, you call it scrying, muttering, and peeping, that's all what he did, and it's prohibited. Yeah, and, and, and it's important to look at that scripture is to say, who are they? Yeah. Who's, who's referring to? Who go back, are they? Go Good back point. up into the, into the first, first part, there was a, there was a confederation when, when they shall say of people you. that were, were trying to follow after these false gods. It's a, it's a continuing pattern we see throughout the Old Testament, from, from Hezekiah's son, uh, Manasseh. Manasseh, all the way through. We see this, this pattern happening. They, they turn to Baal, which is, I got to tell you, it's got to be a real personage. They wouldn't be worshiping him with seeking power, see? Well, it's a real powerful something. It's a, it's a sure. powerful entity. Spiritual power, yeah. that's right. And, so, so, and it's not God. Yes, the, the wizards that peep uh, historically been disciples of this Molech Baal entity. That's that's what what I as I read the Bible as I do now, I can understand mm -hmm. that so clearly. It's something that is expressly forbidden. It was it was back in that day. It was punishable by stoning. It was it was it, the penalty mm -hmm. was death yeah, for this. Yeah. It was a serious serious thing. It was very serious, serious to God. And of course, the reason why is because it's demonic, totally demonic in the Bible. The Old Testament is very clear to us that it is. Um, Leviticus 19.21 says, Regard not them that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards, to be defiled by them. So again, God says, don't pay attention to them. And yet that's exactly what Joseph Smith did. Yes, and to, and to be defiled by them, how? Defiling. It's a spiritual defilement because, see, you're following after a lesser light, a right. darkness. And isn't it interesting that, as, as, as uh, David Whitmer explained and other witnesses explained too, to have the seer stone work correctly, all light had to be excluded, had to be in the dark mm -hmm. to become yeah. illuminated. Yeah. So there was a f direct fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. There's, they'd be left in darkness. Mm -hmm. Exactly what's happening exactly here. Exactly what's happening darkness. to them. So there are seducing spirits um, whose complete purpose is to deceive. And they will deceive us while we're loving every minute of it, letting them deceive yeah. us because they, the, whoever is doing it, they don't, they, they don't know the truth. They don't know that that's what's going on. They're ignorant about biblical scriptures like we just shared today. 
Um, and that deception goes on, and it's huge in this kind of thing that Joseph Smith did by bringing the Book of Mormon. There's 3,900 changes in the Book of Mormon. Exactly. So what? Evidently, that seer well, stone wasn't even. Yeah, you know, I was going to tell you if you were anyway. my scribe, don't worry too much about it being it's, accurate. Is it's it my come, fault or was it your fault? Well, I then, could come back and edit it later, and that's what happened. Those are all the, the manuscript that the church also put out showed all the footnotes and the multiple changes Okay, that went along with that, the seer stone scrying. So we don't know if it was the stone that got it wrong or if the scribe got it wrong or well, Joseph Smith read it wrong. <laughs> it's, when you, it's, a, it's an inexact science when you start looking in crystals and stones and, mm. and reading what's on there. Mm. And I would just like to also say, um, I know we're kind of pressed for time a little bit, but think about this. You know, one of the things that, that have come, has come out in, in my research Joseph Smith Sr., the, the father of Joseph Smith, had a, had a dream about a rod of iron and, and going through a mist of darkness and all of this. And it was quite well known. The family discussed a lot about it. So isn't it interesting that Joseph, through his seerstone hat, has, a, has Lehi having the exact same dream that hmm. his father had? Hmm. And here's the irony. What is the rod of iron? It's what? The Word of God, according to the Book of Mormon. Word mm -hmm. of God meaning the Bible. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. That's the inerrant, the pure Word of God that will never lead you astray. So if the irony is, and the irony of an iron <laughs> rod is, is them going you know, and following a false, channeled, uh, wannabe scripture. Yeah. That has no archaeological background, history, and right. no nothing. You know, my nothing wife and I, I was a Christian. My wife and I went to to the Holy Land and and walked through Hezekiah's tunnel, saw the historical evidence. You see all the evidence. Oh, right, it's but overwhelming. None, none in... It's overwhelming. Uh -huh. Hezekiah's son Manasseh went this route, and and destruction. Yeah. came and followed. Darkness happened. Right. Well, we do only have about a minute or so left. So let's, let's, if the rock worked, why don't they use it today? I mean, why don't the, the uh, they, they still claim the Bible's not translated correctly. Why don't they use the rock to find out the errors in the Bible? My question to that is a question back to you. How do we know they have it? How do they know? We know they have the rock. We know they have a picture of it. That they haven't used it for revelation. How do we know President Kimball didn't use it? How come they haven't coming? said so then? Well, they didn't say a lot of things, but yeah. we, don't, we are assuming that they don't use That's it and right. probably didn't. And why didn't yeah. he use the, the, the rock to, to fix the 116 pages he lost? Great question. Yeah, it's easy to, to bring it back if you have the correct source, though. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Um, someone said that this serves to increase, we've only got another few seconds, that this serves to increase their faith that now they can have miracles like we have miracles in the Bible, now they can have a miracle to brag about in their, but it's not even apples to apples on that. Not even then why aren't they just teaching in their lesson manuals that every good, righteous, temple-worthy Mormon should go seek their own seer stone just like mm. I have? My and goodness. learn how to use it so that you're not going to be deceived. See, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is all good questions. <laughs> and this was a, <clears throat> a planned deception uh, through, yeah. through all the years. It's, it's um, a, a conspiracy to commit fraud, a conspiracy to hide. Well, thank you, uh, True. The time is up, and <laughs> it goes by so quiet. darn fast, it and there's so much indeed. to talk about, and we do appreciate it. Maybe we can do it again. Uh, and I was told the gold plates all the while I was growing up in the Kingston polygamy group, but I never even knew to doubt the story. And yet now we discover that Joseph Smith didn't translate at all. He used a stone in a hat and dictated words. If Joseph Smith was who he claimed to be, then all his claims should be tested for 
truth. In fact, God commands us to test what we've been taught and to reject all error and polygamy for salvation is a category one error. The seer stone exposes Joseph Smith as a false prophet that the Bible proves he is. The safest way is God's way and his way is only through Jesus Christ, not through books published through seer stones, not through man, church, or any religious system. Jesus alone, the Bible alone, grace alone is revealed method for eternal life. Nothing more and nothing less. See you next time. Thank you. This has been the audio podcast edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? This program is a production of A Shield and Refuge Ministry and Main Street Church of Brigham City. You can view current and past video episodes as well as download audio episodes of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance in leaving a polygamous situation, please contact us. We are here to help. All of our contact information can be found at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 877-425-9993. If you have any questions or comments about this or any of our other programs, we'd love to hear from you. Write us at email at whatloveisthis.tv. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again.